fish, 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 Jonah. Like there's this whole. <laughs> hey everyone, my name is Tyra Dennis, also known as Tyra Lucia, and I am a worship leader in the ELCA. Um, I'm from Los Angeles, California, and I'm actually here in my hometown with my buddy Ian McConnell. Hey. And we are chopping it up, which is LA slang for talking about Jonah. <laughs> chopping it up? Chopping it up. I didn't know that. Yeah. Hey, this is Ian McConnell. I'm one of Alter Guild's friends in the field, and I'm so happy to present to you a conversation I had this past January with Tyra Lucia while we were at the ELCA Youth Ministry Network Extravaganza in Anaheim, California. Basically, it's a huge workshop for ministry leaders who work with young people. Tyra is a talented musician. She's a leader, she's a theologian, and she's a person who I so enjoy spending time with. We sat together in the hotel lobby to chop it up about Jonah. You know, the guy who got swallowed up by a fish. But that's not where this story begins. The story starts with God calling Jonah, a man we don't know much about, to go to this huge city, Nineveh, to cry out to its people against their wickedness. Jonah is not a fan of Nineveh and has no interest in going there. Here's Tyra. Jonah doesn't say, I can't do it. He doesn't say, I don't know how to do it. He mm -hmm. says, I don't want to do mm -hmm. it. It's a very different thing, mm -hmm. right? Now, maybe he doesn't want to do it because he may feel like he can't mm -hmm. and, he, and he doesn't know how. But we didn't get that side of the story. We just got, I don't want to do this. Mm -hmm. And, you know, God big, bold, and was like, you will do this. Mm -hmm. And Jonah's like, no, I will not. And proceeds to show God who he is and goes in the total opposite direction, right? Like, I, you call him my bluff, I'm going to show you I'm not doing this. And so Jonah goes down to the seaport and he hops on a boat scheduled to go in the opposite direction from Nineveh. And evidently God didn't think Jonah's disobedience was all that cute. So as the story goes, God hurled a great wind upon the sea, which created a massive storm that threatened to break the boat into pieces and endanger everybody on board. Tyra continues. He knows that he is the problem. And instead of like allowing the men to be sacrificed on his behalf, they, he tells them that you have to throw me overboard, and they do. And in this process, there's this fish, this well, whatever you want to call it, that swallows him up and then spits him out in Nineveh, where he was supposed to go anyway, where God says, go to Nineveh, do this thing. He's like, nope, I'm going over here. He's like, no, 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 really, like, go to Nineveh, do this thing. And he's like, I'm not going to Nineveh. I don't care who you are. I'm not going. Get eaten by a fish. The fish goes and spits him up in Nineveh anyway. In short, the story continues with Jonah very reluctantly entering Nineveh. I imagine kind of like a toddler doing something he doesn't want to do, dragging his feet, fists clenched, and he cries out the threat that Nineveh would be overthrown. And lo and behold, the people heard Jonah and changed their ways, all of them, including the king. God sees how they changed their ways and decided to have mercy on the city, and Jonah is upset. The story essentially ends with Jonah on a hill under a bush pouting to God that he was asked to go to Nineveh in the first place. It's a whole thing. It's actually one of the funnier stories in scripture, I think. 
But for Tyra, the experience of reluctance to do what God calls us to, being thrown overboard into a vast sea and then getting swallowed up by a fish, is where her connection to this story lies. Listen to her reflection. For me, when I unpack the story, I think about like just the sea, right? The sea is really deep, really wide, and in most cases, even in the sunlight, it's really dark. Mm. So God allows Jonah to be consumed and placed in a dark space inside of a creature who is consumed in a dark space Mm. where you have to just sit in that. He just had to sit in that until he went to where he was supposed to go so that his light could shine and do God's work, right? I think I always go back to that story because for me, I find myself saying, I don't want to do whatever I'm told to do. I have my reasons and I never share my reasons, but oftentimes I'm just like, no, I'm not gonna do that. No, yeah, God told me it was you, you're gonna be the one. I'm like, no, I'm not. Like, God didn't tell me. I'm sorry. And, and then when I think about it, God did tell me I was just not listening, right? I was focused on the wrong thing. Um, but I don't say I'm insecure. I don't feel like I'm equipped. I don't, I don't say I have a different theological perspective. I never say what my issue is. I'm just like, I don't want to do it. And then I find myself there anyway. At the event we were attending, Tyra had been asked to lead a workshop on creativity and ministry and explained that despite being prepared to lead it, she found herself less engaged with the participants than perhaps she felt called to be in the moment. Her mind was headed to see, but God was calling her to be with the people she was with. Here's Tyra. It was a very hard thing to do the workshop in that moment because I realized I... I missed, I missed that opportunity. Like I had another Jonah moment Mm. where I was told to go do something. I said I didn't want to. So now I'm I'm stuck in it. Mm. And it's a lot worse being swallowed by the fish. Like in that moment, I was in the belly of the beast. And I was like, okay, spit me out, spit me out. I'm sorry, I'm ready. I don't (laughs) want to have this moment in front of all these people. I don't want to break. Tag me in, you know. And, And so clearly I heard God say no. You're in it. You need to sit in it until you, since you chose to turn your light off, mm. I will wait until you choose to turn it back on. Mm. And if it takes these people to make you turn your light back on so that they can feel comfortable enough to turn theirs on, then that's what it takes. So sit in that. Mm. If it takes you being completely shut down and shut out, for you to get it, if it takes me swallowing you whole mm-hmm. and spitting you back out for you to get it, mm-hmm. that's just what it is. Mm-hmm. And uh, it sucks. I don't really like that. And I even said it in the in the workshop. I was like, look, guys, it's not about us. I know all too well. I know God is loving. God is kind. God is all these things. But God has a right hand that will smite thee. And that smiting sucks. <laughs> and I was like in the middle of it as I was telling them, but they didn't know that. Um, and I was just like, yep, ne- next time, next yeah. time. Next time I'm going to uh, listen. 
And I think it's weird that I connect to it because I never believed in it growing up. I'm like, you can't swallow a man alive and spit him out. Science doesn't work that way. Right. Um, and now I believe in it. Like, no, this this was a real thing. It had to have been. Mm. It had to have been. I feel like I'm swallowed every single time I'm asked to do something new in the church. Um, and not just in the church, but something new in my faith walk in my life, right? And And oftentimes it's... You have to do this thing for these people. It has nothing to do with you. I'm trying to do a thing in these people, and I'm asking you to be open enough to allow me to use you to get to them. I really just want to go and eat my food. I really just want to go to Disneyland. I really, just, you know, like that's always where my head is. And God's like, I didn't ask you to do that. I asked you to do this thing, right? One of the things I really admire in Tyra every time I've spoken with her is that she really seems to be listening for where God is active and where the Spirit of God might be calling her. And so with that in mind, I wanted to ask Tyra how she might explain the Jonah story to people who might feel called by God to do something uncomfortable, or even how she might present this story to younger people with loving adults they trust but who ask them to follow rules that might seem arbitrary or unfair. Here's what she said. It's important to follow the rules. They don't just give you rules because they're jerks and they're big and you're little and you have to do what they say. There's always a reason and oftentimes we don't know the reason, but they have a different vantage point and a different perspective, so they do. Trust them. Trust that they have your best interests at heart Um, because when you don't, there are consequences for not following the rules. And oftentimes, when you don't follow the rules, the consequences are grave, and you end up having to follow the rule later anyway. Skip the whole middle step. <laughs> no, like seriously, just think of all the times where you were act like, just as a child, mom, dad asked you to do something, and you just were like, no, and then you had these consequences, and then you ended up in this space where you had to do it anyway, and it was staring you in the face, right? Yeah wild like why didn't I just miss this part (laughs) I would have been fine if I would have just skipped this whole crazy section I don't know about you but I'm a person who has spent most of my life trying to test the boundaries of the rules finding the edges of what I can get away with I think that's a part of my own call story and listening to Tyra reflect on her own experiences of creative expression while trying to work within the boundaries God sets for us creatures was both challenging and inspiring. And so if you're a person who feels like you've been thrown into the sea or are sitting in the belly of the beast or even just moping under a bush because this is a job for somebody else, my hope for you is that you experience something of God's mercy and peace this week. Many thanks to Tyra Dennis, also known as Tyra Lucia, for spending this time and sharing something of her story. You can find her on Instagram and Facebook at Tyra Lucia, all one word. And thanks to you for listening. Alter Guild is hosted by Meta Herrick Carlson, Matthew Ian Fleming, Miriam Samuelson Roberts, and Derek Tronsgaard with edits by Matt and Derek. You can visit our website at alterguild.org. That's A-L-T-E-R. And find us on Facebook and Instagram and occasionally Twitter. 
Subscribe to Alter Guild wherever you get your podcasts. And if you like what we're doing, please leave us a review on iTunes. Thanks for listening. See you next week. And in the meantime, go in peace, listen, love, serve, and alter. Alter.